Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship podcast. I am Calvin Calhoun Jr., and we want to continue talking from our September focus moments, A Guide to Newborns. So what have we discussed? We've discussed that a uh, born-again believer is a saint. We've also uh, talked about that a born-again believer is a son. Today, we want to address that a newborn, a born-again believer, is also a citizen. So today, we want to talk about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. Jesus said, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. And so when we talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel that Jesus preached was the gospel of the kingdom. Okay. And I'm going to show you in scripture why that is relevant. Um, Because for so many newborn believers and so many believers that come into the faith, their perception of salvation is that uh, I just don't want to go to hell. Well, guess what? There's a lot more that the, that the um, sacrifice of Jesus, his death, burial, and his resurrection paid for. And if we don't know what it has paid for, we're going to continuously be robbed of our inheritance that we have in Christ because we're not operating from the mindset of being who God has called us to be. So what is this kingdom of God? What is the kingdom of God? For those who are newborns, let me give you a short, very sweet definition of the kingdom of God. It's the king's dominion, kingdom, the king's dominion. So we're saying the kingdom of God, we're talking about the dominion and the rule that comes from God. Jesus said when he ascended, I'm I'm sorry, before when he was uh, resurrected, he said all power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And so this rulership that we're talking about comes from God. That's why it's called the kingdom, king's dominion, who? Of God. It comes from God. Now, why did I tell you that the gospel is the kingdom? The good news is the kingdom. Because in the garden, when man sinned against God, he lost dominion. Remember in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 27, he said, let us make man after our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. The dominion that man had was the grace of God, the rule of God extended from God to man to rule, to to put him on display, to manifest his glory in his rule on the earth, on the earth. Now, when man sinned, of course, He lost the dominion. And when you lost the dominion, you lost the rule and you came under a different government. Okay. Adam and Eve was once under the rulership of God, but when they sinned against God, they now came under a different government, a different rule. And that rule is called the kingdom of darkness. Who is the head of the kingdom of darkness? We know it's Satan. What are the other two spirits that have authority, significant authority and power in the kingdom of darkness? It's death and hell. Okay, death and hell. So every person born after Adam and Eve come under The governance, they're under the governance of the kingdom of darkness. This is why you need Jesus to save you. Let me show you how. Let's look at the scriptures, y'all. Let's look at the book of Colossians. If you turn to the book of Colossians, and we're going to look at um, chapter number one, okay? And we're going to look at verse number 12 and 13, because I want you to understand what your salvation paid for. What does it mean to be saved? How does God save you? Okay, 
Look at verse 12 and 13. It says, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I told you that you were a saint. So you're a saint. And we have an inheritance in Christ. We have an inheritance. We have something God is holding for us. He wants to give to us, but the only way we're going to be able to get it is that we actually mature and grow up so that we can operate in that inheritance. Okay? But watch this. Who has delivered us? I talked to my children this morning about this powerful word. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So when we talk about the kingdom, look, he says he delivered you. He, he brought you from one government, the kingdom of darkness, and placed you under another government, the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of God. Now it says what? He delivered you from the powers of darkness and translated you, for, changed you, moved you over into the kingdom of God. Now, what, so when we talk about this kingdom of God, well, where is it? You know, where is this kingdom of God? How, how can I see this kingdom of God? Jesus had a remarkable answer to this question. Everybody turned with me to Luke chapter 17, verse 20. Let's take a look. Luke chapter 17, verse 20. Now listen, the kingdom of God is the rule of God, but where does God want to rule? Well, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that's in the earth belongs to God. So why would God want to rule a certain place? Well, here's where God wants to rule. God wants to rule over your heart. He wants to rule over your heart. Because as his sons, who's called to represent him, to represent him in the earth, guess what? He has to rule over your heart. He has to rule over your heart. And when, you, when you're submitted to his rule over you, because we said Jesus is what? Lord. And if he's Lord, he's owner. So when we submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, we can then receive grace. And when we receive grace, grace is what? Power and authority. Then guess what you can do? You can begin to learn how to rule righteously. Okay? Let's look at Luke chapter 17. It says this, verse number 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Observation means with what? See, it's here, it's here, it's here, it's here. That's observation. He says what? The kingdom of God comes not with observation. Neither shall they say, lo, here, or lo, there. For behold, he, now he's telling you where to look. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. I'm going to read it one more time. The kingdom of God is within you. That's why I said to you that the kingdom of God's rule desires to rule over your heart. Because the kingdom is within you. When you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and God has given you his spirit to dwell within you, he has also given you and placed you under his rule. That's why the kingdom of God, the rule of God is within you. And when you obey God, 
you you manifest the superiority, the reality of the kingdom of God in the earth. That's why the angels say when they look into the earth, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, the whole earth is filled with your glory because when they look in the earth, they see the sons being an exact representative of their heavenly father and ruling righteously. That's why when we get ready to get to it, that's why we are called as the children of God, as the sons of God, as the saints, as kingdom citizens, we're called a royal priesthood. We're called a royal king priesthood, priest. We're called a royal priesthood. Now, Jesus said that the kingdom is within you. I've already told you that the kingdom, the, the, the desire of God is to rule over your heart. Okay? Look at the benefits to being and understanding this. Is that as a, as a, as a son of God's house, to be in a kingdom denotes a special title that God gives you. Everybody turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. There's a special title God gives you. So he said we talked about he gave you the title of saint. He's given you the most important title, which is son. But look at this title right here. And this speaks to the kingdom of God. Ephesians chapter 2. Let's look at verse number 19. Now, therefore, you are no more. He's talking to you now, born again believers. You are no more strangers or foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Back up. Verse number 19, you're no longer strangers and foreigners. So before you came to Christ, you were considered a stranger and a foreigner. But when he has reconciled you, when you have received Christ, when you received his spirit, he says, you are what? Fellow citizens with the saints. Fellow citizens and of the household of God. Household of God points to you being a son Citizens points to your nationality as being a citizen of the kingdom. See, in a kingdom, a kingdom has citizens. Just like in our natural government, if we could take the United the government of the United States of America, which is a democracy, a democracy has citizens. A nation has citizens, okay? That's what they have. Well, in the body of Christ, the body of Christ is called the holy nation. And the government of the body of Christ is the kingdom of God of which each and every one of us are citizens. And you know why? Because citizens have rights. Yes. See, in your father's house as a son, you know the heart of the father. As a citizen, you need to know your rights. As a kingdom citizen, as a son of God, you need to know your rights. Well, where do you learn your rights? How about this? This one. Yeah, yeah, your rights. The, your rights are, are in here and God will reveal them to you. Why? Because it allows you to understand how you're called to operate 
under the authority of the king. Man, look here. This is good. I love this. See, because as a citizen, listen to me. You know why we get whipped in the United States? Because we don't know our rights. We don't know our rights. So the ones that are in power that abuse power can abuse them because the citizenship don't know their rights. And they can get pulled whatever they want to because when the citizens don't know their rights, abuse is inevitable. What in the body of Christ? If you don't know your rights, that's even worse because now the enemy can abuse you and make you think that you don't have authority and power to do certain things when God has granted it to you. Woo, boy, listen here. You got to know your rights, y'all. And as a newborn babe, you will begin to learn what the rights of the sons of God to operate in the authority as kings and priests. You're going to learn what it means to do that. But as a newborn babe, you've got to get that milk work. You got to get a solid foundation. This is why it said in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20, you're built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. This is why when the church was born and birthed at the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, verse 41 to 47, it says after the 3,000 had been baptized and saved, they continued you steadfastly in the apostles doctrine because the apostles steal the body of Christ and we're not going to get too deep in that because this is a guide really for newborns but the point is is that there's a doctrine that you need to know you need to know the doctrines of Christ as a newborn believer you got to know that you're a saint you got to know that you're a son but you gotta also know that you're a citizen of the holy nation you're citizens of the holy nation. You have rights. You have an inheritance. That's what the Bible says. Let me share this last scripture with you. Turn over to Romans chapter 14. Man, this is good. This is good right here. I pray y'all receive this. I hope this gives you just some energy. To say, man, I'm all of that. But I rarely hear any of these titles. I rarely hear any of these things. Uh, in my church or in my in my congregation or in my denomination or my institution but these are the things that God has called you now I'm Calvin ain't saying it I let the scriptures testify read you gotta read y'all we being robbed because we ain't reading and let me say something to you the bible says the traditions and the doctrines of men make the word of god to no effect when you know your traditional your doctrine of your church of your institution of your denominations more than you know the doctrines of christ you will not grow you won't because the doctrines of Christ is the word of God. And the Bible says the word is full of grace and truth, which is able to build you up and establish you. Come on, y'all. Romans chapter 14. Let's look at verse 17 and 19. Let's lock this out. Let's look at this. We told you the kingdom of God does not come with observation. It says the kingdom of God is within you. Now watch to the blessing of the kingdom of God. It says this in, in Romans chapter 14, verse number 17. It says this here. It says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. It's not physical. 
It's not something physically you eat. It's not physical. It's not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Do you see that? For the kingdom of God is not what? Meat and drink, but it's righteousness. It's right positioning with God. It's how you stand. It's your posture. It's what? Peace is how you rule. The result of the rule of God is peace. The meaning of peace means to pacify the works or to suppress the works of the enemy. But my God, look what it says. It says it's joy. It's happiness. It's what we're all searching for. And it's in what? It's in the Holy Spirit. If you, this is why the relationship with Holy Spirit is so critical. Because we're looking for righteousness. We're looking for peace. We're looking for joy. And he says it's in the Holy Spirit. But he also said the kingdom of God is not here or there. It's within you. What's within you? God's Spirit. His Holy Spirit. And when you abide by the rule of God and you, and you obey the rule of God, you'll experience not only righteousness, peace, but also joy. But look what he says. Those who observe these things. For he that's in these things serve Christ is acceptable. He's acceptable. And what? Acceptable to God and approved of men. My brothers and my sisters, to my newborn babes, listen to me. You are citizens of a holy nation. You have dual citizenship for many of us. Many of us have citizenship in our naturalized country. As for myself, I have citizenship in the United States, but I also have citizenship in the kingdom of God. My citizenship in the kingdom of God is more important, is superior than my citizenship within the United States government or United, the country of the United States. Why? Because in the end, it's being a kingdom citizen that will last forever. We have to pick up the word. We're, we don't know that we're citizens. We don't know that we're saints. We don't know that we're sons. But the Bible, the scriptures say that's exactly who God called you to be. So you have to make, you have to make a choice. Will you be who they tell you to be? Or will you be who your heavenly father has called you to be? You got to make that choice. I know we don't hear these terms often. Some of us, we, I mean, we talk about the kingdom. And look, people talk about the kingdom as if the kingdom is some far off thing that hasn't come. No. He said the king, Jesus said the kingdom was at hand. The kingdom is here. We say this prayer all the time. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done where? Where is the will of God supposed to be done? On earth as it is is in heaven so it's already done in heaven the will of god he needs to manifest it in the earth and the way that he manifests his will in the earth is through you yes that's why the bible says he wants to walk in you and dwell in you and live through you because as a son the son does nothing of himself it's the father that does the that does the work through the son 
I pray that you listen to this message multiple times. Go back and listen to being a son. Go back to listen to being a saint. There are beautiful titles that God has given us that we that are the elementary titles. They're the first titles. They're the, they're the base titles. But a lot of people don't know them. Why? Why don't we know these titles? Why don't we know what it means to live as a saint, to live as a son, to live as a citizen of the kingdom? So I love you all. May God bless you till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.